It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You two take care of labor. Only intended for a plane captain. You don't want to die of cold toll free. I'm not going to talk about basketball. Nothing's uh, happened with our team in the last six hours. We're going to start the same way tonight. Um, any basketball questions uh, don't matter. Um, since we left shoot around, 14 children were killed 400 miles from here. And a, and a teacher. And in the last 10 days, we've had elderly black people killed in a supermarket in Buffalo. We've had Asian churchgoers killed in Southern California. And now we have children murdered at school. When are we going to do something? I'm tired. I'm, I'm so tired of getting up here and offering condolences to to the devastated families that are out there. I'm so tired of the, excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm tired of the moments of silence. Enough. There's 50 senators right now who refuse to vote on HR 8, which is a background check rule that the House passed a couple years ago. It's been sitting there for two years. And there's a reason they won't vote on it, to hold on to power. So I ask you, Mitch McConnell, I ask all of you senators who refuse to do anything about the violence and school shootings and supermarket shootings, I ask you, are you going to put your own desire for power ahead of the lives of our children and our elderly and our churchgoers? Because that's what it looks like. It's what we do every week. So I'm fed up, I've had enough. We're going to play the game tonight, but I want every person here, every person listening to this to think about your own child or grandchild or mother or father or sister, brother. How would you feel if this happened to you today? We can't get numb to this. We can't sit here and just read about it and go, well, let's have a moment of silence. Yeah, go dubs, you know, come on Mavs, let's go. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go play a basketball game. And 50 senators in Washington are going to hold us hostage. You realize that 90% of Americans, regardless of political party, want 
background check, universal background check. 90% of us, we are being held hostage by 50 senators in Washington who refuse to even put it to a vote, despite what we, the American people, want. They won't vote on it because they want to hold on to their own power. It's pathetic. I've had enough. with another episode of the Go Tell Podcast. It's your host with the Jose, CRG in the place to be. Now this guest right here, I really don't have to do too much introduction because y'all probably know her better than y'all know me. But I went to high school with her. We met probably like our junior year, right? Yeah. Yeah, it had to be our junior year we met. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to try to go through this journey as best as I can because the tailor I met back then was definitely not... The take cheesy, I know now. So, Taylor, tell them a little bit about yourself. What's that? With it, it's your girl, Tay Cheesy. And I'm here with my boy, CRG. And a place to be. Yes, sir. Yes, so, sir. So, uh, me and CRG met at the M at McKinley. Uh-huh. Yeah, we met around, I say, the year 2014, 2015. Our junior year. Yeah. So, um, we met... I was like, I was manager of the band, you know what I'm saying? I, I was playing basketball when I first got in McKinley. Shit, yeah, boy. She was, she was hard. Like, niggas ain't, <laughs> niggas ain't want to approach her type shit, but she was cool in the I was cool, you know, but you know, basketball, the team, you know, we be, we was like, click tight, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. I think before we had like a little run in with the band before and like y'all kind of like was like oh don't play with the basketball with the girls. <laughs> <laughs> they don't play so but I ended up being friends with the drum major of the band um Jerry. Yeah, Jerry. He was on your show before and uh-huh. Jalen, his brother, we became friends um in class me and Jerry we took Spanish together. And um, I forgot how I met Jalen. I think Jalen just came and started talking to me. I don't remember. You know, that motherfucker love to talk. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when Jalen just started talking that to me, That motherfucker love to talk. I can believe it. He was like, we going to be friends. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I tell you, I usually, uh, I'm glad, that was a good introduction to yourself because shit, you just ran out how we first met and everything. But Man. I usually like to start off this podcast by like saying how, whenever you, 
how other people like look at you like their first impression of you? What would you think they'll say? That girl got energy, man. <laughs> um, she got energy. She she be positive. She be smiling. She be spreading good, you know, just positive energy. And that's what I do. That's I just I just spread positivity. That's the whole point and the whole motivation behind everything I do, every move I make is to spread some type of positivity, help somebody in some type of way. Um, it's very seldom that I do something, you know, selfish or, you know, for myself, which, yeah. you know, sometimes work against me. My, my people get on me all the time, but I need to, you need to focus on yourself, you need this and that, this and that. But, you know, I feel like my happiness comes from helping others. So mm -hmm. it's like, if that's where my happiness comes from, that's what I'm going to do. That's what yeah. you're gonna do. <laughs> Staying true to yourself, shit. And it and it gets me, it got me to where I am today. So I'ma just keep that formula because clearly it's helped me. Mm -hmm. And it's <laughs> doing the right thing for me in my life. Shit, we can all see that. Shit. But I remember uh when we first met, like I like I said earlier in the podcast, you was more kind of like, I wouldn't say you were reserved, but you was always cool. But I knew you used to dance and stuff like that, but I didn't. From back then, I'll just say you used to really play basketball, shit like that. You used to really like dance and stuff. But now you're just like a full on entertainer in just any type of aspects. So, what, when did it change? Did it change after we left high school or did you just wanna, what made you explore the entertainment aspect of you? See, the thing is, I always danced. Like you said, I danced in high school. It's just, um, well, first of all, before I got to McKinley, I was in um, Monroe, Louisiana, Sterlington, Louisiana. Okay. I, I was a child that moved around a lot. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, that's why I didn't know. Yeah, I moved around all the time. Like every two years, I was moving to a different place. Mm -hmm. So I gotta, you know, when you move, you gotta reestablish yourself. You gotta, honestly, your life is a brand now that I think about it, now that I'm older. So every time you go to a different place, you have to rebrand yourself. Yeah, how I'm gonna be this place? How I'm going to act this place. Me, honestly, I was always myself. You mm -hmm. know, I'm, you was like, I'm reserved. Honestly, people don't know this. I'm kind of shy. Mm. I'm, I'm very shy. I'm, I'm honestly only comfortable when I'm performing, when I'm dancing, you know what I'm saying? When yeah. I'm being competitive. Like when I'm playing basketball, when I'm in the band cranking on people, when I'm dancing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's when I'm at my most comfortable you know what I'm saying? So that's mm -hmm. probably why you thought I was like real reserved because like when I wasn't doing that, I was reserved. I'm not really talking much. I'm just, I'm just chilling. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm cooling. But um, like I said, I guess being new at McKinley, by the time we met, I was, I was there for a little minute. Yeah, but I was yeah. fairly new. I went there since my freshman year, like most people are. Yeah. You know, I had just got there, like I said, from my other school in Sterling to Louisiana, and um. I guess I just had to ease my personality on y'all, you know? Basically. <laughs> it's so much. I do so much, you know? It's not like I was hiding it or anything. Like I said, I still dance. I still post my little videos on Instagram. My, my classmates actually used to like, they used to laugh at me about my videos and stuff, you know, sometimes. And yeah. I ain't care. I was still ugh, mm -hmm. doing my stuff. I ain't care. <laughs> talking about Pop Lock and Chris Brown crumping on them folks. What you talking about? I didn't care. Like, my close friends, like, you know, Jalen... And people like that, they knew I danced, you yeah. know. And in times, they, you know, put it on the forefront. I remember when we were in the band, like, I think it was our senior year, we did, like, a um, halftime show. And they kind of, you know, everybody 
put emphasis on the dance portion. Yeah, like, yeah, remember yeah. we did like a soul train line. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And yeah, and they put Boy, a little spotlight on the dance. <laughs> yeah, and I, I did my thing, did a little split and everything, I think. So, like, it, I wasn't hiding it nothing, I guess. It was just, I guess, certain people paid attention who I got close with and, you know, yeah. Yeah. So would you say that was, like, one of your first big opportunities to, like, perform in front of people or you was doing that as mm-hmm. a kid? I was performing in front of people as kids. I say my first big opportunity to perform, um, I was actually hoping for this rec team. Like, I say I was around 12, 13 years old, and we had to do, like, this pregame at the Memphis Grizzlies. Okay. Um, I don't know um, if you've seen it before, but sometimes they'll have, like, rec teams come and we'll play, like, a little game before the yeah, actual yeah, game. Yeah, 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 We were playing against each other type thing. So <clears throat> then we got to sit in the crowd and watch the actual Memphis Grizzlies game. So they came to our section. They was like, um, they want somebody to dance. And everybody said, Taylor, they pointed to me <laughs> to represent, you, you know. You basically got peer pressure out there. You shit. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we had to go out there, halftime, and I had to dance against, like, this dude, this old lady. And, <laughs> and we danced against, I remember, Usher, OMG, that song, oh. Oh, 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 my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was like my first time performing for a huge crowd, mm-hmm. for real, for real. Who was your biggest inspiration, entertainment? Michael Jackson. Ooh. Everybody knows that. If you know me, yeah. <laughs> MJ. Like, I'm crazy about it, man. Yeah. Michael Jackson. And, um, of course, I got other um, inspirations. Like, I love Sierra. Okay. I can see that, Um, yeah. Beyonce. Um, as a performer, I love her as a performer. She be giving it every mm-hmm. time. Um, a lot of old school people, like, probably won't know them, like the Nicholas Brothers. They're dancers that okay, I love Nicholas watching. Brothers, okay. um, Stevie Wonder. Chris Brown, of course. It's many people. Late Twins. Yeah. I love. Late Twins are, yeah. Oh, yeah. So many. And it's like Sammy Davis Jr., um, well, you bringing it back. Yeah, I love so many. And it's like, I, I watched, when I was younger, I used to just watch so many entertainers. My mom used to be like, I don't know where she get this old stuff from. I was just the old soul. I was yeah. just watching. You were studying it, not even knowing you were studying it type shit. Yeah. That's how it started when you were a kid, though. You just, I feel like you just gradually get to what you really want to do in life. Mm-hmm. But sometimes a lot of us, like, run away from it. Right. So when we got into college, I know because college would discourage a lot of us. Yeah. What made you even go even harder? What's crazy is when I got into college, I wasn't even really dancing for real, for real. Because, you know, when you, when you crabbing, you, you kind of... Yeah, when you crabbing, yeah. They, when you go to college, not even just crabbing, going to college for one, you're finding yourself. Yeah. Trying to figure out who you are. Plus, you're crabbing, you're under so much pressure... People telling you you need to be like this, you need to act like this, you need to do this this way. And you looking up to certain people, you trying to figure out who you should follow, who you shouldn't follow, you know what I'm saying? And at that point, I really wasn't dancing for real. Yeah. You know? Um, I said the, that same thing. I wasn't engineering, I wasn't producing for like a good like two years, I swear. Right. The only little dancing I was doing was I happened to be the only freshman on the dance routine committee um, in the band. Yeah. But other than that, I wasn't dancing. Like, I wasn't how I was, like, on my free time, freestyling, you know, playing music and just going. I wasn't doing that. I was being a freshman. <laughs> <laughs> I was being a freshman, I ain't gonna lie. But then, um, so 
my spring, my freshman year, I ended up getting into some trouble. Uh-huh. Um, got into a relationship with a guy. Yeah. Didn't know him like that. Um, basically, what happened was we got into a situation, a domestic violence situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody hit nobody, you know what I'm saying? But what happened was, okay, at Jackson State, if a couple gets caught arguing yeah. in public, you're going to get arrested. Wait, are you serious? Yes. Oh, no. Okay, so it's it's a, it's a um thing oh, called... No, it's a little crazy. Tasha Norman-like rule. Okay, they cutthroat, zero tolerance, you going to jail. They ain't going... You know what I'm saying? So yeah. when me and my boyfriend, we had... Got, but my boyfriend at the time, we had got... um. So people heard us arguing. We was actually in the car. We in his car or whatever. And we were arguing, whatever, and it got out of hand. Now, I couldn't... I take um, accountability now that I'm old, and I say I should have just... Yeah, just a little bit more wiser, yeah. I should have just let it go. Do stuff different, yeah. We was arguing about something so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. But that argument just but got y'all kicked off... But that argument changed my life. That argument got y'all kicked off campus. That Forget that. That argument got me put in jail. I sat in jail for a night... I sat in jail for a night. I got kicked out my favorite, my dream band. I got kicked out my school for a year. Yeah. For a full year. Now keep in mind, I'm 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 Taylor Akaroman. I ain't never got in, I ain't never got suspended from school. Yeah, you was never bad. You weren't even I bad was never, the mo- the most trouble I got into was one day. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Jared was arguing about Jackson State versus Southern <laughs> in my Spanish class. Me and Jay was uh, arguing about Jack State versus Southern my Spanish class. Now, teacher already didn't like us. Yeah. <laughs> no, she ain't like Jared, because Jared was a class clown. Mm-hmm. And she ain't like me, because I was Jared. Best. <laughs> me and Jared was friends. Y'all was pretty tight. So we was always goofing around. Right. Anyways, that day, I guess she was having a bad morning, so she wasn't, she wasn't trying to play. Oh, now she having a bad she morning. Had, it wasn't so y'all. What, some days she'll be playing with us. Some days she'll be, you know what I'm saying? So that yeah. day, she... I guess somebody made her mad, whatever. She she sent us home. <laughs> we ain't getting no real trouble though. But like I said, that was the most trouble I ever got into. Yeah. From kindergarten to to senior year. So it's like for me to go to the college and get in that much trouble, mm-hmm. it was like a shock. And I'm like, what the heck? Like I was so scared, dude, that. When they gave me, like, the one phone call at, in jail, I didn't even want to call my parents. It's crazy that it escalated that much. That much you off see, of a simple you argument. You see, Taylor, in high school, I used to tell you, I said, man, look, I like Jackson, I like JSU, but I don't know about Jackson. I don't know if I can be in there. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it. And it was like, it, it, my life was like, it was never like, everything was like, it happened so fast. Yeah. It was like. Yeah. I don't deserve this, you know what I'm saying? I went through that whole moment of I don't deserve this. Like, why am I going through this? This is messed up. Mm-hmm. And that puts you in a depression. It does, yeah. I was depressed. Like, I was losing weight, you know what I'm saying? Not doing stuff I love. Not really, like, just just down. People don't know it. Yeah, because you ain't going to... Stuff like that, like when people post on Instagram and everything, they only going to show you the best. Dang. They're going to show you the good. They're All not right. going to show you... They're not going to show you the hard work or they're not going to show you the the bad days and shit like that. So that's why I say if you're on social media and stuff, don't be judging somebody like, oh, I need to be like them. I need to be like this. You don't know what they're going through. Facts. You don't know what's happening. Just facts, anything facts, like facts. that. And 
Like, so at this time, I'm at, um, while I'm suspended from Jack State, I went to Alcorn. Mm-hmm. So as a, while I'm at Alcorn, they was trying to get me in the band. Yeah, they was trying hard. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. It used to be all in the group chat. I'm like, man, I'm going to give it a try. Because I was bored. Because ain't nothing to do at Alcorn. Ain't nothing to do <laughs> at Alcorn. So I'm like, I'm going to give it a try. I did it for two weeks. I said, nah. <laughs> I'm going to just... So what I started doing was Alcorn got, like, these woods. Like, uh-huh. I like this trail. Yeah. So I just started walking the trail and going to the woods, like, and just looking at the pond. And I started singing and dancing every day. Really? Just singing and dancing. You were by yourself or by you By myself, had, like... alone, singing wow. and dancing every day. Then I started recording myself. And I post some on social media. Mm-hmm. But... That was a shock for me because I remember that whole little time period. That's like, I felt like them first, them first two years of college is really where you try to try to refine yourself again. Mm-hmm. So when you start posting it, when you start posting, I'm like, what the what the what the hell is Taylor doing? I'm like, I just wasn't expecting. I'm like, what 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 is this? It was I wasn't expecting you, it. huh? Yeah, it was but so the thing random. Is, that's how I was always recording myself. Like I got a Mac. My mama has a MacBook Pro. Yeah. And if you go on there and look at the recording the video, you will see little Taylor. Like, you will see it all. Like, you be like, yeah. oh, she been doing it. I just wasn't posting it. Yeah. Because I ain't like, you know, I, my mama, um, I didn't grow up the riches, you know. We, yeah, no, for sure. We got it out the mud. We, my mama started from the bottom. Now she here. For she sure, She adopted yeah. now. Now she good. But when growing up, I didn't have it all. So I didn't always have technology. I didn't have the iPhone to post. You know, I didn't have the iPad to post with. Yeah. So it one that I didn't want to post, I couldn't. Because mm-hmm. more than like, most most of the times I was always behind on technology. When the iPhone was out, I still had the BlackBerry. When the BlackBerry was out, I still had the Razor. I just got yeah. it. But I'm happy about it. I ain't tripping because yeah. to me, I'm happy. I was appreciative as a child. That's why I'm not materialistic now. Mm-hmm. I just like what I like. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But with that being said, that also... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Got me ready for now because now I know how to make the most out of nothing. Yeah. Out of a little. I don't have to have the best technology to make some good content now. I'm going to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So even with, even though my iPhone may be a few, five iPhones behind, <laughs> <laughs> I will figure it out some type of way because I've been doing it my whole life. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? But... At all core, that's when it, that's really when I found myself and and realized, you know, I get my happiness from mm. performing, dancing, letting yeah. it flow, letting it be free. Cause my father was a dancer; he was a you know professional dancer. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So I always danced as a child. My mm. daddy was, you know, he would dance with us. 
have my daddy got on my daddy's side. I got I'm not, on my mama's side. I'm the only child. On my daddy's side, yeah. he got over twenty kids. Jesus. So my daddy. <laughs> my bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> so like you know, times he'll bring us together. You know what I'm saying? We'll dance together. You know he'll make us dance against each other. Yeah. Type stuff. We'll be doing. You got served with each other. Learning the whole <laughs> movie. Doing both it. sides. Both teams. We got enough to do it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we have. We lit, you know? Yeah. So, like, I always been dancing, man. It's in my blood. But mm-hmm. in that 2017 period, that's when I, like, just, it became a part of me mm-hmm. for real, for real. Were you able to, like, because I kind of see what you're saying is, like, Alcorn kind of be, like, that testing spot. Like, let me just work on my craft and kind of showcase it. What I'm trying to say is, did you get a chance to showcase it at Alcorn or did you just went full-fledged at JSU when you came back? <laughs> I did showcase a little at Alcorn. I remember I did um, this alpha um, pageant. Uh-huh. Um, I forgot what it was called. Basically, they do like a pageant or whatever. Yeah. And um, I was going to this girl. I was. I should have won. Only reason I didn't <laughs> win is because everybody knew I was from Jackson State. When I went to Alcorn, I was salty. Like, I ain't going to lie. I was, I was talking trash. Damn, like, they put that against you, huh? Yeah, I didn't even think about that. They put that against me. Well, the, I ain't have a transcript, so it was like, Oh. Some with the trans, I had to have a certain grade, but being that I ain't have a transcript from Alcorn, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, talent-wise, I killed the old girl, dude. Yeah. I was I, I was dancing and playing the trombone. Ain't no way. Did Billie Jean. <laughs> what did you saying? Moonwalking. <laughs> what did you saying? With the trombone. You looking I'm up on YouTube. I'm play with Taylor. <laughs> it's on YouTube. What old girl did? <laughs> She did a poetry poem or something. <laughs> she did spoken words. <laughs> Man, I'll go, y'all gotta stop. Y'all gotta stop that jazz you hate, cause ain't no way, dog. My girl moonwalking playing Billie Jean. He went to Trump Bowl, And y'all gonna give it to uh Lauren Hill real quick. He like, come on now. <laughs> like, come on now. Y'all did my girl bad. But anyways, man. So oh, man. after you waited that year out and came back to J State, what was your mindset? Man, when I got back to Jackson State, my mindset was just finding happiness again and mm. finding myself. Cause <clears throat> you were still kind of down when you was going back to JSU. I was JSU. still down. I was I actually got more down when I got back to JSU because when I left, I was <laughs> to keep it short, I was that nigga. Like, I, I, you know, I was hanging out with the, I was that freshman hanging out with the old heads, hanging out with yeah, those yeah, pe- yeah. those dudes in the band, you know, the drum majors, you know, yeah. the, you know, the important people, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I was cool, like, you know, and I didn't BS with, when it came to band. I was on my stuff, so people respected me. Yeah. So, um, you know, every day people hit me up. Hang out, you know what I'm saying? This and that, this and that. Then I leave, I come back, and the energy was different. Oh. So I'm like, you know, were these people really my friends? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's that time period. You don't know what happened with them, and you they don't know, know what happened with you. Facts. And, you know, also, you just hear different things. No, you know, rumors go, yeah. Rumors, and you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. you just think about the fact that the time that you were gone, who... Nobody even checked on you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you start putting shit into perspective. Into perspective, so I'm like... You never really know until you until people put you in that position. Facts. Yeah. So I just basically... And on top of that, like, I was just trying to just see where I just, what my place was with everything, like, with the band, with 
just with everything. So I kind of just focused on myself and just tried to find my happiness. Mm-hmm. And dancing was that. Like, that was my... It was very therapeutic. Like, I was going to middle schools and dancing with the children, you know, just yeah. finding people to spread positivity to, to talk positivity to, to motivate. That was my therapy. Like, I yeah. was... I remember leaving band camp. Like, I'm in band camp. We, You know how band camp is. You getting up at 6 in the morning for PT. Every day. Then you going, you got an hour and a half for break to go eat breakfast, and you coming back for the first session of, of practice. I don't know how y'all band for camp hours, up, but no, that's how it's I know. It's the same, yeah. But during that hour and a half, during band camp, instead of me going to eat breakfast or instead of me going to take a nap, I'm going across to the middle school and dancing with the kids. Really? Oh, Wow. Yeah, you must have energy. <laughs> it was more so I just wanted to do it. Like yeah. I just that was it was calm in my mind. That's like though. it was yeah. it was I had so much going on in my mind. Like uh-huh. I, I I just that was the only thing bringing me mm-hmm. peace. So I was like, I don't care if I'm tired at the end of the day, I'm gonna go do this, you know, because that's I know that's gonna bring me happiness for a moment of that day. Yeah. So I was Chasing mm-hmm. my happiness, regardless of how I had to do it. Sometimes I tell my band director, hey, Mr. Little, I'm finna go to middle school and dance with the kids. I might be a few minutes late back for the second session of practice. He'd be like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm still, I got there on time, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you had to play it safe. You know, the boom, they be tripping. You just got to let them know just in case. Just let them know, you know, mm-hmm. I ain't bull, bull crapping. I'm actually doing something productive, you know? Yeah. But... That's where how I was when I first got back to Jackson State. And mm-hmm. then it wasn't until 2019 where I was like, 2018, 2019, where I was like, I'm going to take this serious, serious. Okay, yeah. This entertainment business. So whenever you came into that, that's when you started developing your brand, you know, Tay Cheesy. Mm-hmm. So what, what was, uh, what did, what, Traits from your inspiration that you wanted to bring into your brand? So, I've always admired Michael Jackson on how he was always positive. Uh-huh. Like, he never, you never see him talking trash about, you know, nobody for real. You never see him spreading hate. All his messages are filled with love yeah. and kindness and positivity. And his only mission, his main mission was to help people and just let the world know that everything would be good if you would just stop being evil and spread love. And it's not hard to spread love. It's not hard to help somebody. It's not not hard to not be selfish. It's really not. People make Mm -hmm. it seem like it's so hard. It's really not. Mm -hmm. And just just to put this out here, please, like, if you need something or, like, just if you're curious about something, it's okay to ask people. Yep. Ask your peers. You'll be surprised what they know and how Thanks. they can help you. Thanks. The worst thing they can say is no or mm-hmm. no, but I know somebody. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, I just had to put that out there. Like, use your resources if you have them. Straight up. So, that's where I get my inspiration from as mm-hmm. far as Michael Jackson. And also... Um, I get my perfectionism from Michael Jackson as well. Okay. Um, growing up, I used to watch a bunch of his concerts. I used to watch like how he operated. Like I don't know if you watched This Is It before. Yeah, I watched This Is It. Yeah. Just how he operated, and, like he was like he knew his music, like, mm-hmm. and he was telling the musicians like, I don't care, like this is how you gonna play. I know how I wrote it. 
And it ain't rude. It is not rude at all. Just it's going, not rude. It's yeah. like I know my music and I want to play right. And so I admire that because that was that's what make a good entertainer. That's yeah. what makes a amazing entertainer. That's what separates a mediocre entertainer from an amazing entertainer. And you can apply that in so many ways. You can apply that to business. You can apply exactly. that to just life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because if you just sit and let people treat your dreams or just treat what you got going any type of way, then it's not gonna it's not gonna turn out how you want. Exactly. Exactly. So you gotta be on it. You gotta be stickled and 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 that perfectionism, and, you know, some people be like, oh, you you nagging or you being, but no, I want it right. You want it right because it's a reflection of you. It's a reflection of, of me at the end of the day because if it fails, who is going to come down on? Facts. Not you. You're going to be at home chilling. <laughs> now, when did you, uh, you say you started taking everything serious in 2019. Mm-hmm. When did you get serious with your collaborating and like social media presence? Um... So actually, I was collaborating before I even realized I was collaborating. Uh-huh. Um, when I went back to Jackson, I just started like reaching out. Well, actually, dancers started reaching out to me. Uh-huh. They saw me posting on social media, so they started reaching out to me. And I just like I first I became part of like this crump group, and um, it was cool. You know, I met a lot of people, made a lot of connections, and from there. I'll just meet up with people and we'll dance and like make videos on in Jackson they like they got this dance style called Mohead. Yeah, yeah. They do it a lot in Jackson. Um, not compared to Louisiana. In Louisiana we G. Mm-hmm. In Jackson they like the Mohead swag. So, you know, they'll meet up and just have like swag shit, and that's what they call it. Okay, okay. I'll put a say like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, give me the terminology because I ain't no dancer now, you so yeah, basically everybody link up. They'll be like, let's have a swag session. It'll be like six o'clock. You know, we're gonna meet here, whatever. Yeah. Somebody bring a speaker, whatever, and we'll have a swag session. When I was in the crump group, they they call it um a lab session. Okay. When crump okay. is a lab. That means you you in a lab. You 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 practicing your moves. You trying to get them tight, crisp. You know what I'm saying? And um yeah, that's how I basically met people. And then in there, we will of course make videos mm-hmm. and. Post them or whatever. So, in that time, we was all just we weren't thinking of it as collaborating on the business point. We were just thinking of it as we just all love to dance and we just coming together to dance together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was I'm really the first person who took dancing to that business level. Yeah, me I'm not gonna say me and my uh my bro D. Okay, I know D. He yeah. danced uh for Big Freedom. Oh, okay, yeah, I know D. Yeah. We would have, like, in Jackson area, we were one of the first two to, like, you know, our age to just take it to that professional level. Yeah. And um, that's when I got serious about collaboration. The person that actually brought the seriousness of collaboration to my attention was um, LaDante. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, when I met him, he, you know, opened... Cause he was already doing it. He been doing it. He been doing the viral thing. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. he and me seeing how he was collaborating with other people who weren't even doing the same things he did. You know, some mm. of them did comedy. Some of them did you know different things. And he made me see the importance of 
collaborating with different people mm -hmm. and crossing crossing brands and different things like that. And I'm still learning the importance to this day. So that's what uh, kind of got you into uh, Jigarobis. When, when when that was when you uh, got started doing Jigarobis? So the way Jigarobis came about, um, me and Ladante we met through a mutual friend. Mm -hmm. And our first encounter, we was cussing each other out. Really? <laughs> was it over band? What it was? Yep, you already know. <laughs> <laughs> you already know it was over band. You know he went to Southern. Yeah. Now I go to Jack State. So the moment he found out I went to Jack State, he like, oh, hell no. This <laughs> I'm like, man, fuck you, man. This net. <laughs> so we going ham on each other, man. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's all love, though. Same way I be with Jared and Jalen. It be mm -hmm. all love at the end of the day. And um, our mutual friend, who was, his name is Vontae. Vontae ended up um, showing Dante, um, you know, my videos or whatever. Yeah. And I guess that's when he grew an entrance. And one day he invited me to come to, like, New Orleans with him. It was, like, 2016. Mm hmm he invited me to come to New Orleans with him, and we did like this event at the uh, Area 51. It was like a, you know, Area 51 be having like them lock-ins for the kids. Yeah, the lock-ins, yeah. So it was like him, Big Jazz, Vanilla, you white boy Chris. Okay, yeah, I know yeah, him yeah. as Vanilla Trill. Yeah. Um, and I think it was like a couple more other people. And we was all in there, and that was like my first time just like being around other influencers for real, because it's, you know, That's coming out crazy. of BR, yeah. it's not many influences in BR That's and crazy. definitely not no influences in Jackson. Yeah. So that was my first time really being around influence for real, for mm -hmm. real. And um, we did that and then he took me like to this car show. And then after those two events, like, you know, as he was taking me home, it's like, that's when he hit me with the question. He was like, you know, do you want to be a part of Jigarobis? Okay. So, boom. Wait a minute. Basically kind of testing you out to see, you know, if you mm -hmm. liked it and stuff like that. How would you Thanks. react with everybody? Thanks. Yeah. Matter of fact, I lied. That wasn't 16, it was 17 because that was during the time of the the situation. It's crazy how as bad as this sound, you feel like your doors might have closed on something else. But in that meantime, it'll be like, not to get too religious, but it'll be like God or somebody sending, sending like, no, this is your path. Like... I got and something lined up for you. You don't even know. I ain't gonna lie. I didn't listen at first. Yeah, that's probably exactly what he was doing. Because, but I, I, I denied it at first. Yeah. Like, not that I wanted to. I was, I was so caught in that depression. Uh huh. And people need to learn. Don't get so caught in the depression that you don't see the blessings when they're being presented to you. No, that's facts though. So, cause that's what was going on. I was so caught in that depression that I didn't realize. This is a blessing, you know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So, but I was looking at it like, me, when I do stuff, I want to be all in. I don't want to be halfway there mentally, you know what I'm saying, and thinking about this other stuff, and I'm so depressed. I'm thinking I'm so depressed, I ain't going to be able to give it my all. Yeah. So I was like, I didn't say no, I just said not right now. Thanks. So, after 2018 go by, I go through my things, you know, you know, and other people have reached out to me, like lady named, um, teacher named Miss McCarthy at Jackson State, man. Mm -hmm. She had my back, dude. Like, oh my God. She's, her and Dow Taylor saved me. Like, they, they brought me back to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She had nothing to do with band, music, or my major. She found me on social media. 
She had out. nothing to do with me. And like she just made, she just pulled me and just under her wing and was like, I'ma get, you know, I'ma make sure you straight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Dow Taylor, who's the headband director at the time, at the time he made sure that you were straight too. I'ma make sure you straight. And what was crazy was he, that was his third time out of retirement. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't even supposed to be there. But he made sure he stayed there until mm-hmm. I graduated. That's good. So that's my man, that's my that's my dog for life. But they took me under their wing and just got me back right. So mm-hmm. after all that, I called Tay one day, a few months, like four months before Corona hit. And I'm like, I'm ready to be a part of the team. Tay was like, about time I've been waiting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you was the perfect. I'm not gonna lie. You was the when I first seen it, I was like, wow, they couldn't have got anybody else better for me. <laughs> I was like, this was you and not me not even noticing. You know, sometimes you don't see stuff until it actually happened. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite collabs that you've done? Because I see you do some big collabs recently, so who's been your favorite collabs recently? I can't even say who my favorite collabs <laughs> been. I, I don't know, man. There's facts, man. You know, Oh, been- I love collabing with, um... With the baby tigers, Sonny and the baby tigers. Sonny and the baby tigers? Yeah, man. Ajax State. You know, the mascot. Sonny oh, yeah, the tiger. yeah, yeah, yeah. But usually when I like to end this podcast, you know, I start you off with what you think people's first impression of you would be. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to kind of end it off by, you know, just your, your legacy. You know, what do you want people to see of you when it's done? Like what they like what you want people to say about you when it's all said and done? That's an amazing woman. There's so much to that. It's so much to me. I just want them to say that's an amazing woman. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Look, at the end of the day, what old girls say? Uh, while I'm looking at you, <laughs> while I'm looking at. My- I'm sorry, I was looking at my roommate. I was for that jokes. But let me go ahead and end this episode <laughs> of the podcast. You know what it is. It's your host with the jokes, CRG, and the place to be. And Taylor, just let everybody know your uh, social media tags, where to follow you and everything. Yes, yeah, sir. You can follow me on Instagram at Tay Cheesy, T-A-Y-C-H-E-E-S-Y. Same thing on Facebook. And you follow me on TikTok at Tay underscore D-T-H-E-E. Great. All right, and you heard it from Taylor. Great. In the meantime, we'll catch you on the next episode of the Go Tell Podcast. Yes, sir. Peace. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.